we did it again. Verizon was just named America's most reliable network by Root Metrics for the 16th time in a row, proving once again that nobody builds networks like Verizon builds networks. That's why we're building 5G right. That's why there's only one best network, Verizon. Best and most reliable based on Root Metrics reports from second half 2013 to first half 2021 of three operators on all network types combined, not specific to 5G networks. We did it again. Verizon was just named America's most reliable network by Root Metrics for the 16th time in a row, proving once again that nobody builds networks like Verizon builds networks. That's why we're building 5G right. That's why there's only one best network, Verizon. Best and most reliable based on Root Metrics reports from second half 2013 to first half 2021 of three operators on all network types combined, not specific to 5G networks. Hi, everybody. This is Marlene with Miami Ghost Chronicles Stories of the Supernatural. And the following is one of the true believers' stories uh, that you hear me ask for so often in all of my other shows. Sometimes I'll get the person to actually retell it, or other times they will send me an email and I will do it for them. But either way, I hope you enjoy their stories, most of them which are true. Things that, that happen and continue to happen to me, I don't know why, but I never really dug into it people just say that i have a like like i'm sensitive to things sure 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 yeah no 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 and i totally understand sometimes people start having them since they're a kid and then other people you know things happen not only after they're an adult what what happened with you was it something that started since you were a kid or what well and as far as i can remember i must have been uh, about six Okay. And we were living in an apartment in Puerto Rico. Okay. And my mom, it's a it's a very small account. I, I don't know if it's because I was so young, uh-huh. but my mom would put me to bed, and it was, you know, a twin bed. Right. And a picture to the right was the dresser. Okay. And in the corner of the dresser was a little black and white TV, and okay. then there's the door. Okay. And then my closet, if you can picture that. Sure. So mommy would come and put me to bed, and I'm laying in bed. So what I'm seeing from the bed is the door, the TV, you know, like that, at an angle. Right. So the TV would stay on a little bit. I guess she would keep it on. She'd walk away. Right. And as soon as she would start walking away, there were two twins just the same size. I would say about, um, you can't see but kids uh, maybe five-year-old height okay but two of them and they would start slowly coming towards me and of course i would scream and my mom the moment my mom would start coming into the bedroom they go right right back behind the tv technically they're not they're not hiding because i can still see them you can see it was a shadow you can Mm -hmm. see their shadows right right And, and in my memory like I'm telling you now, it's like I can see it so clearly. Right. And I'm 46. This is 40 years ago. Right. And this this is what they would do. There were two white uh, entities, and they would start very slowly coming, you know, at me. And then, of course, scream again. And this is just apparently when I grew up, and I would tell my best friend at the time, I was in my early 20s. Right. My mom admitted that she would see them too. 
Oh, so one of those, huh? Yeah. Let me ask you: Did you ever? Did, did you ever? Was they? Did they? Did it stop? You know, after a while, or did you just keep seeing them, or, or did it stop because you moved away? We moved to okay. here, to, okay. to Florida. This this was in Puerto Rico. Okay. And um, as a little kid, uh, apparently, according to my mom and my dad, I I would always see things or hear things or talk to okay. some. <laughs> I right. guess they were there for. I, as a little kid, I only remember these two little twins. I call them the twins because they were identical in size. Okay. And then as um, as I grew older, then we went, you know, to different houses. I don't remember anything until I was about. All right, we moved to to several different places when we came here. Okay. And then there was a townhome that my mom had an eye on. They were building them. They were okay. new. Okay. So we went to see them, my grandma, my mom, and myself. We were the first people ever to live there, a townhome, a two-story town. Right, so it was brand new. Okay. Brand new. We were the only ones there. This is in front of Tropical Park. I don't know how familiar you right. are. Right, yeah, 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 of course. There. Yeah, I know exactly where All it's right. at. Behind the McDonald's. Mm-hmm, okay. So I would say maybe when I was... 14 or something it started with i would sit in the couch watching television right. and you know when you feel like someone's standing next to you or behind you sure well it was one of those that would turn and there's nobody there that's okay. how it started me feeling like there was someone watching me okay so like whatever then i started going to church i started playing in a church choir and stuff okay and it became even even worse because I, by then my parents would leave me alone at the house. I was old enough. Right, right, because you're already old enough. Oh, yeah, okay, I'm, a, I'm, in, I'm in high school already. Okay. okay. So <clears throat> I'm alone in the, in the townhome and I'm in my bedroom. And, of course, I hear someone coming up the steps. Oh. So I'm like, yes, mom's home. All right. I hear dum, dum, dum. And I'm like, yeah, mommy's home. Open the door to my bedroom. Look, there's nobody there. I'm like, wow. okay. I wouldn't make much of it. To me, it seemed like normal. I, I don't know if this is, I'm going to sound like I'm crazy, but I'm not. Right. And, um, and it will continue. But then it, I guess since I wasn't making a big deal about it. Right. The entity or whatever it was said, well, I'm going to take it a step further. It's the computer. So then it would be, I got used to the steps because it was so often we could come. It came to a point where I was like, whatever. I wouldn't even come out. Like, okay. okay. And what, then, what, what, it would just stop once it reached the top of the steps? or Once what? it reached the stop, it would stop. Okay. <laughs> and, all right. But you can hear the thump. Thump, thump, right, thump. right. Yeah, like it's like, yeah, what else is it yeah. going to be? Uh-huh. Right. So I'm like, you know, I got over. I'm like, whatever. It's nobody there. What am I going to do? Okay. So, and I wasn't, I would never be scared. I've never been scared. And then it started when you came to the top of the steps. Imagine there was like um, like a table, a long table with a mirror okay. and two small chandeliers on each side of it. Okay. Like uh, the ones with the big sticks like that. Right. So then, then it just, then he or she, I'm thinking it was, it's always been a he. Right, right. It's, I feel. He decided that since I wasn't paying attention to the steps, when he got to the top of the steps, 
he'd rattle the chandeliers. Oh my God. So, so it's like, yeah, you can't ignore this. Yeah. So it was like, you're ignoring me, you know, and that was, that went on until of course, we you know, we moved somewhere else. Okay. And then oddly enough, my mother admitted to feeling something in that house as well. You know, because this, when she was admitting all this stuff, it's okay. while I was telling my best friend at the time all my great stories that I had. Right. And my mom was like, yeah, definitely. Because she would be sitting in the couch and felt the same things or hear the same footsteps and stuff right. like that. And there's like, yeah. So that's, that's been going on. <clears throat> Everywhere I go, there's always something. Okay. Here, it doesn't stop. This is my father's apartment. Move, He's move the camera a little bit. You move oh. the shift of the fan the, because now I'm, I'm, all, I'm only looking at your forehead again. I don't know. Oh, wait. How about now? There you go. Okay, you're good. All right, Better? keep going. Great story. Keep right. going. <laughs> now, um, here in this apartment, like I said, it's my dad's. He's been here for over 10 years. If No, more. Probably 20 years. Okay. And it started, you know, I'm in and out. You know, phases in my life. I go move somewhere else. It right. doesn't work. I move back here. Okay. And it started with, I would see it's a tall, dark figure with a hat. And it's dark. And I don't know if you can tell here, this floor I'm sitting on is a couch. I okay. always sleep in this little area. Right. And to my right, there's no door. There's a, just like a little space. I don't know if you can see. There's right. like no, you know, no door or anything like that. Right, right. But I would lay on that, that way, looking out here, and I would open my eyes, and I'm like, okay, so there's somebody standing, just standing there halfway, halfway. Okay. So, again, I mean, you know, you're getting on my nerves kind of thing, and I talk mm -hmm. to my cousin. My cousin says, you know what, blurt it out, go away and leave me alone. Right, right. You don't know who it is. At least I don't know who it is. Okay. My father says a lot my father sees a lot well i was about to ask you is anybody else there seeing stuff that, or are you like the only one that dad just doesn't tell me okay but when he does he thinks he's gonna scare me but he doesn't like he'll see somebody going from the kitchen to his bedroom okay um, and i'll be nowhere near it and okay. then he's like, well, you just in the, did you just go to the bathroom? Like, you'll come all the way over here to ask me if I went to, I'm here. Right, no. exactly. Yeah. <clears throat> like, he doesn't know how to explain it. But here it's it's more because it started getting, again, elevating, elevating where I'm here, sitting here. The kitchen is right next to me, but there's a wall. Right. So all of a sudden, you'll hear the cabinet slamming. Are you kidding and, me? I don't know. This is this is all recent in the last two three years and hasn't stopped till okay. to today. And I hear the cabinets and I'm like, okay, here we go again. Well, that's not good enough. So there's a bell on the door where the air conditioning is and whatever, mm -hmm. and I rattle the bell. And I, again, I keep saying I think it's a heat. Right. It rattles the bell, and it's always when my dad is not here. Wow. that he, he messes with me okay and the new one was has been where 
I literally hear a key on the front door open. The bird goes nuts. The dog thinks there's somebody here. And I said, oh, that's home. And I'm just sitting here waiting for my dad to come around. There's nobody there. So even the animals are reacting. Even the animals. Yeah, and that's what caught my attention. I'm like, I know now for sure. In 40 years that I doubt it. Yeah, I mean, no way. Do you think it's you, what you're seeing, is it the same thing as what your dad's describing? Has, I mean, in other words, has he ever seen, or is it just like, like you said, I see somebody walking from one room to the other, but he's never gotten to say, is it a man or a woman or anything like that? He sees a woman dressed in white. Okay. Um, there's a friend that he has from Panama. Mm-hmm. Sees man. Okay. When she comes to visit. Oh, wow. Yeah, she's from Panama. But when she comes to visit, she's seen what we call the man. Okay. And, and I was curious, if, do you think this is the same guy that's been like following you around all over the place? Or is it somebody different? I think it's, I don't know. I, okay. I, I, it's gotten to a point where I don't know because I just remembered something else. Um, when my mom passed away in 97, I moved okay. to an apartment on Sunset. All right. And like two days later, I got a dog because I was like, I wanted a dog and where we were at, we couldn't have one. But anyway, okay. uh, he, this, I don't know who was in the apartment, but he would stand in the hallway and tilt his head. Mm-hmm. And I would catch him doing it, you know, tilting his head. I wasn't in front of him. I was behind him. I would okay. look at him do it, like if somebody was talking to him. Okay. And again, it's like it's become so common to me that it's it doesn't. Uh, right, it doesn't right, right. Me. Unless unless it's something like really out of hand, you it just becomes like you know like background noise. I I know what you're saying. Yeah, and uh, but here is is I don't know if it's because I'm now I've been here so long that it's more frequent. You know the bells and. Mm-hmm. And the door, this, that. And I remember one day, um, this was last year, actually, I was I was making a cake. Okay. And I had a bowl okay. in the kitchen and I had a whisk. Okay. So I, okay, so I imagined the bowl with the batter and the whisk in okay. it, in it, okay, in it. Okay. I turn around and I'm, my back is facing the kitchen. I'm facing this way and all of a sudden I hear a thwop. So, picture this. The whisk somehow came out of the bowl, landed on the floor. There's no splatter. Okay. So, if I want, I'm trying to debunk the thing, Mm -hmm. and I'm like, did I leave it out? I mean, how high or how out of the bowl could I have stupidly left it? Right, right, yes. That it's going to go like this at a backwards angle leaves the marks of the whisk on the batter doesn't Mm -hmm. splatter a thing not even on the floor it's almost like if you placed it on the floor so when i picked it up all the the lines on the of the of the batter were there but there's no splatter so i left it like that because my father was taking a shower and i said you have got to see this right and exactly and when he saw it you know he just nodded his head and he's like only to you i go that seriously but you know what it sounds like it's also him also it's not like 
In other words, or it's really funny because it's almost like you're seeing something and he's got his own his own thing going on on, you know, on his end that mm-hmm. he sees. And that was- have, have you have you felt it ever to like like outside of the home? Um not that I can Okay. Not that I can remember, but I have, uh, my sister has called me to her house Okay. just for me to see if I felt something in her house. Oh, so this what is she the purpose has... of my visit. <laughs> Why, she has her own experiences or what? I think so, but I mean, we don't, we don't talk anymore, so... Um, I remember her calling me over just mm-hmm. to see if I felt something. Okay. Uh, I, I don't know what they think I am, but you know. Right. Well, like a barometer. Uh, so obviously something <laughs> must have been going on that she said, you know, almost like you want to get somebody else who you know. And in other words, if anything was there, you were going to mm-hmm. be able to say, yeah, no, or good, bad, or. And the, it's really funny the, because the when one... you. When you said that a man was wearing a hat, what kind of hat was he wearing? Picture, do you remember, or did, I'm sure you do, the cover of The Exorcist, the yes. cover of the yes. movie? Yes. Remember there's like a guy in a hat in a suitcase? Yeah, right, which is The, Exorcist, the Exorcist guy, yes. Well, that, like that. It's uh-huh. a shadow. Um that's what I'm picturing, and I'm pretty sure that's the cover of The Exorcist. Right, yeah, yeah, yeah. That shows him approaching the house, and it's like, yeah, he's yeah. like, uh, like very dim lighting. Like the only thing is the light from the light pole from the. Uh-huh. Yes, exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Oh, that's, right. Okay. Yes. Right. So imagine like that type of a hat mm-hmm. with a coat. Okay. But there's no, I can't make any details on this man, and he is tall. I can't make any details because it's he's a dark entity, and that's why I didn't even want to mess with it because okay. um, I don't, you know, I don't, I'm not afraid of him, mm-hmm. but he's, I don't welcome him. And, you know, and, to me, to me, he's a joke, and I think he's not liking that, and that's why it's heightened. It's it's just no longer the cabinets that, you know. <laughs> Right, because that's very, um, but it's really weird also because a lot of times when you hear, like what you're describing, exactly what you're describing, you know, like somebody, you know, doing stuff in the kitchen, you know, like opening cabinet (laughs) doors or whatever. Sometimes you see that a lot with ghosts that are of people that used to live there. You know what I'm saying? And like, they're kind of doing the, what they would normally do, like Mm -hmm. kitchen stuff. Uh, Right. And so that's why I was wondering, you know, you see one and then, but then your dad's, you know, says he's seen a lady and I'm thinking, I wonder if maybe she's the cabinet one, Who, you know, is she the one that's banging around the cabinet? That, that doesn't mean it, that that's that way, but. Yeah, it wouldn't surprise me. I'm not never really, again, like I've never really wondered, you know, why are you following me? Some, because sometimes I feel that it's, I'm being followed, but honestly, I think it's something here there at I think, like, at I think i think it's two different um like you say my father has something and i have something totally different right right because well like your experience when you were a kid the two little girls the two twins or whatever obviously mm-hmm. that was it sounds like that was something that was part of where you were living at 
Um, you know. I don't actually. We did it again. Verizon was just named America's most reliable network by Root Metrics for the 16th time in a row, proving once again that nobody builds networks like Verizon builds networks. That's why we're building 5G right. That's why there's only one best network, Verizon. Best and most reliable based on Root Metrics reports from second half 2013 to first half 2021 of three operators on all network types combined, not specific to 5G networks. I don't know if anybody died there. I don't no, remember you know my what? parents. Sometimes, you know, when you're a kid, I mean, how do you find out about this? And let's face it, even then, people normally do not come up to a child or say in the presence of a little kid about some tragedy. You know, the right. when you're a kid, you know, you're like, you're on the outside of of that whole scenario. And if, then, like you said, you moved away and who knows. Yeah. But it had, it, in other words, but what you described there is not, is not a, uh, a hat man it's nothing like this this was two mm. children and um, yeah and it was white right and it was right yeah. and it was like that thing about the being them being twins that's that's wow <laughs> no wonder you must have been like i don't want to uh, and were you alone in the room or did you have a, your sister in that room when you were little in there no was... we always we always had separate separate rooms oh, uh, my room oh. was next to my parents obviously i guess because i was a small one but okay my sister was okay. way at the other end of the apartment and um no i always always uh and a lot of times i would end up uh, in my parents room on sleeping on the floor so i don't know if, if maybe i was scared but i do remember sleeping a lot on the floor yeah yeah yeah, yeah. because of my parents things, it can, it can uh, it, it, of course as a child that's a very difficult thing because um you're seeing something and who knows for all you know that might have been the bedroom that belonged to those children and that's why mm -hmm. lucky you um yeah and now as far as, um, and you're saying you're not afraid of it, which is good, but at the same time, you're very, it sounds like you, 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 you know, you want to keep a distance between you and it. Like, okay. If in other words, you don't engage it, you're trying to like, okay, you're doing all this stuff and I'm just going to ignore it. And then it starts to step it up so that you have to pay attention. In other words. Okay. Yeah, I think it wants me to pay attention. Of course. I think, um, I, I, I don't know what it wants Have you ever me, had any but... dreams or nightmares or anything where you think that the source would be a, any of the, whatever it is that you're seeing, that they're trying to like maybe communicate with you somehow? Something that you would not allow, let's say, when you're awake because you've got your defenses up when you're awake. Have you ever had weird dreams? I have, as far as weird, sometimes I get weird dreams, but one of the things that uh, the few people that I've spoken to, um, I dream very, very real, mm -hmm. if you will, and I pay very close attention to my, to my dreams. Like, I remember before my mom passed away, I pretty much saw her passing. Really, and there were a lot of sevens. There were a lot of sevens in my dream, and there were okay. floating sevens. Okay. And if I'm not mistaken, okay. um, she died on the 27th of okay. 97th, okay. and wow. it was probably a week before she passed. 
okay. so seven. All right. Uh, so that was the, that was so yeah. There there's some type of clairvoyance there, and that's why I asked because I know sometimes I've heard of people when they're having experiences similar to what you're describing, and they're not engaging with whatever's there, then it tries to go in through the dreams. And let's face it, I mean, everybody has weird dreams. Everybody has nightmares. Yeah, that's not, not because it has anything to do with ghosts or anything. It's just, but sometimes, you know, you have these dreams that when you're having them, you realize that it is tied to whatever is there. That, and somehow it's, in other words, if I can't communicate with you while you're awake, I'm gonna mm -hmm. try to infiltrate your dreams and tell you what it is that I'm trying to, communicate with you, whatever that might be. Right. And uh, I don't know if, if, if that's that, like, you know what? I've, I, I've never paid attention to possibly having that type of communication. Oh no, no don't uh, get me wrong. I, I don't, I think you're being very uh, smart about how you're handling it. And no, and I was curious also because when you said, oh, I've only seen the silhouette because I was going to say, you know, is it somebody you know, is it somebody that you recognize or not recognize? You know, sometimes when you see the face that's not that often, sometimes you don't see the faces, but sometimes you know how when, um, you know how when you see somebody and the way they stand or the way they look or the way they're dressed, you kind of know who it is. Yeah. But from what there you're telling me. There, there, there was a discussion about that because I came across a picture of one of my uncles. Okay. And he was wearing a similar coat. Okay. And I questioned my father. I said, why I'm thinking is one uncle. And I said, why would I be involved in any of this? You know, so he doesn't have the answer, of course. And I don't either. Okay. There's, and in my head, I'm like, look, you know, we have nothing to to talk we have no unfinished business you know i was right. a kid when, sure. when they passed so like there's nothing to say and whatever entity it is because it's dark i don't think it's it's uh, it's good and what None this, of them is, this was this uncle was what one of your dad's brothers no my mom's oh your mom's okay yeah one of my mom's my mom's brothers um i don't know why i've I, I, from the first time i saw that Mm -hmm. I he's the first one that came into my head. I wasn't close to him or anything. It was Let like, me ask something. Did he? <laughs> did he? I imagine that if he was your, uh, and you said he passed away when you were a kid. He he doesn't sound unless it was a big age difference. He he wasn't that old. In other words, when he passed, right? No, um, he must have been. Gosh, he must have been in his fifties. Okay. Okay, which is still is. that's that's like okay. it is it is young yeah yeah um that's but a, towards the end I mean, yeah we were cool closer because mommy he was got very sick and mm -hmm. mommy used to go over there all the time and of course i had to go because she didn't ever want to leave me alone right but uh i would always go with her and i he wanted me to make him a t-shirt i made him a t-shirt you know before he passed and whatever Okay. But it wasn't okay. like closeness. That... Right, right, right. And I understand what you're saying. You know, sometimes we have aunts and uncles that we're very close to. And then there's others yeah. that, yeah, technically they're your aunt and your uncle. It's not, but but let me ask you, do you, before he passed away, you had never seen that entity? It was only after he passed away? 
I never seen I had never seen anything like that. Even um even the the guy on the stairs in the townhome, mm-hmm. I never saw mm-hmm. anything. Okay. I only heard only heard. I heard and felt the presence. Right. Never saw it. And you made yeah, a very yeah. good point that that townhouse was brand new, you know. It yeah. wasn't like I have to say it because I have no no ex- no nothing. I mean, we couldn't move in because they were finishing it, you know, finishing yeah. it, the building, building them. Right. They were putting final whatever is on them. We were the first ones there. Yeah. yeah. Exactly. And you never, uh, and I know sometimes neighbors don't talk about those things, but none of your neighbors ever complained of having weirds. And the reason why I say this is that sometimes things happen on a piece of land. And then, of course, maybe a house was there and it was demolished and then they redevelop it and they build townhouses. And there you go. Did you ever have any of your neighbors say anything or did you hear anything through your, you know, your parents about the neighbors saying, oh, that something was happening in their house? No, I can't say that I have. Okay. That I have no. And I don't even remember what used to be there. Right. No, no. Uh, sometimes you don't. Sometimes, um, you know, stuff gets demolished and, you know, redeveloped. Long, and the people that move in have no idea whatsoever, you know, that anything was ever there before. You know, mm-hmm. it's just, you know, like you said, hey, I, they built it. But, uh, but I think it's very unusual, though, like what you said, that the less attention you gave it, the more it wanted to make its presence known, like you can't ignore me. That's, mm-hmm. that's very unusual. And that's, and that's the same case here. Okay. You know, because it, it wasn't enough where at, when it first started and I would hear the cabinet, mm-hmm. I would get up and go, go to the, go to the kitchen and, and, right. and see, okay, there's nothing there. Come back, sit down. A couple minutes later, again, I hear noises or a plate. I would hear like a plate and I'm like, okay, get up and do it, do that again. until I got, I'm like, I had enough. Okay. So then, then, then it started happening and I just okay there it is again that kind of thing here we go again and that's when it just it, it elevates let me take it a step further let me okay. take it a step further. you know now it's the doors now it's the you know the the, the little i kind of i call it a cowbell but it's not it's like one of those christmas round things with the bell inside the thing yes there yes, yes. and nobody's touching that door there's nobody here but me and the dogs and the bird <laughs> Right. Yes. I, okay. So then the thing just goes bling. Yeah. You know, like okay. Have you ever gone someplace and had seen something like, uh, you know, like when you just like something like what your sister, you know, wanted you to do for her, like come over and see. Have you ever gone someplace not expecting to see anything, and if I actually had an experience? Um, in my cousin's house, I. I would feel things like every time I'd visit it, I mean, to the point where I just stopped visiting that bad, huh? Um, that uncomfortable. Mm-hmm. And I kept telling her, and finally she broke down and says, what do you see? And I said, I see a guy, it's a dark figure and it walks up and down, you know, the, mm-hmm. from the living room to the dining room and the living room to the dining room. And it's very uneasy. Okay. And it's very uneasy. So what do you think I should do? And I'm like, I don't know, sage, right? I don't I have no idea, but it's very uneasy and it's very it is very uneasy. Mm-hmm. And I don't know if it's pacing, but it's very thick. His presence is thick. 
That's the only way I could explain it. He's uneasy and he's thick. Okay. Uh, like he almost kind of makes, okay, he makes the the atmosphere thick, if that makes mm-hmm. any sense. Yes, yes. Not like sometimes you breathe a place that is, is clear and it, it you, you you breathe the clear. He made it heavy. Heavy is the word. Heavy. Had she had her own experiences? All the time. Okay. So she knew what you were talking about. She knew. Okay. She did, knew. Did she have any suspicions of who it might be? No. Okay. Not at all. But I think theirs is a situation where you're inviting things that you're not supposed to because of the stuff that they like. Oh. If you get the drift. Yes, I do. I do. And that like could be a problem. Yeah, her mom is into all that kind of stuff, and mm-hmm. um, she, my cousin, is has kind of like the same things. We you know we share that in common, right? But I think right. what she attracts is more on the darker side well, because yeah. of her mother. Yeah. Yeah, you can that 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 you never know what you're gonna get, and for you know like the bubble. Uh, the Forrest Gump, like the box of chocolates, you never know what you're going to get. And <laughs> yeah. yeah, more likely than not, sometimes you really end up with, like you said, something very dark or thick, uh, you know, uneasy, uh, dark in the sense of a soul that's not at peace. How's that? Yeah. 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 At the office too, I, I get it sometimes and it stopped. I think it's because I brought it up to the attention of my I know this is gonna think I'm crazy but <laughs> when I started working at the office I had asked I felt stuff I'm always I'm always the first one there and it's an old the older building in Coral Gables mm-hmm. and um, I'm always the first one there and I could feel like somebody around me and I'm like oh, well great you know okay. another place okay. and I talked to the girl that that was working there and I said look you know I think I'm crazy but she goes, I know what you're going to tell me. And I said, what? She goes, she goes, you felt it too, huh? And I'm like, get out. I asked, like, just like that. I'm like, get out. She's like, you feel it too, right? Uh-huh. I'm like, Annabelle, I'm not even joking. She's like, don't worry. She goes, you're not, you're not nuts. We feel it too. She goes, not everybody feels it. She's talking about the girl upstairs. Right. And I said, all right, well, I guess I'm just going to ignore that one too. And then on another day, I went into the office, and I'm not joking. As I'm walking, I walk. I do everything pretty slow. I'm walking, uh-huh. Uh-huh. and I felt something. So I kind of turn around, not quickly. I never, I never jolt. Right. I'm very careful right. because if I see something, I want to see it. Right. I don't want to think I see it, and I very carefully I, when I turn, I'm turning, and I feel something blow right here on the top of my head wow mind you i know you're gonna let's debunk it is it is it the ac right right no it's not a i don't like cold so until everyone gets there that ac it's not on (laughs) (laughs) and even if it was on right the vents here hit the top of my my desk and my chair is here and i'm here outside of my outside of my desk so it was like a like that mm-hmm. i don't hear it i felt it so i'm like all right so i, I gotta go upstairs now this is gonna be fun so i mean i went upstairs nothing 
no no big deal um but it's always something and 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 i it it's become almost like such a part of my life that I mean, I the, the, the thing at your job has anybody seen anything or is it just stuff like what you like feelings or you know or you know annabelle annabelle said she's seen it and she's seen it and I jokingly said, okay, you know what? It's a man with a briefcase and a hat. And she goes, why, why are you joking? She goes, because that's what I've seen. Oh. And I said, because I was joking. And she goes, no. And I go, okay, well, maybe it was an attorney. I don't know. from, But it's not because I'm pretty sure that 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 building, it's not a building. It looks like a house. Mm-hmm. It was turned into a, an office. Right, right. Yeah, I know what you're talking about. Something that used yeah. to be a residence, and then they uh, changed the zoning, and they they were allowed to put offices there. Is what you're describing? Yeah. Okay. So, it's, you know, little things like that. I think I'm more yeah sensitive to those than to those things than most people are. Sure. So, sure sounds like it. I'll tell you that much right now. <laughs> but you know what? You have a very pragmatic approach to it you you're very you have a very sensible approach to it okay it sounds like you really know how to draw the boundaries in other words you've been experiencing this since you were a kid but at the same time it doesn't run your life you know so there's some people that just somehow cannot deal with it they they just like they're overwhelmed for lack of a better word with the experiences and it sounds like you have some really strong boundaries like between that and like your life, even though I know what you're saying, that kind of steps up the not, you know, the activity to force you into paying attention, which, you know, there's a lot of people out there that they say that a lot of times these entities, they feed off the attention as in fear that they get mm-hmm. from the, the people that are alive around it. It's almost right. like, you know, like we're their battery. And when you're right. pumped up and you pay attention and you're like wigged out, you are yeah. supercharging them so that then they, of course, will, you know, you can either see them or they step up the, the activity, whatever the case might be. Mm-hmm. And I think about your animals, have, that's uh, a good indicator. The animals? Yeah. Yeah, those, those really, they're good. The ones I've had, especially the one that that, that I was telling you about earlier when mm-hmm. my mom passed. Right. He was super. I mean, like he would just sit and stare at nothing and just like something was talking to him, like tilt his head. Right. You know, I'm like what? This is crazy. Right. Exactly. And when you have an animal, you know, you you know, you know by looking at your animal, mm-hmm. you know what's going on with them. And like you said, he's paying attention to something. Yeah. Yeah. And she does too, Penny. Um, she's not as active as <laughs> active as he is. Mm-hmm. But she she senses things. And she'll go and look too when I think I hear something. Cause... We did it again. Verizon was just named America's most reliable network by Root Metrics for the 16th time in a row. Proving once again that nobody builds networks like Verizon builds networks. That's why we're building 5G right. That's why there's only one best network. Verizon. 
Best and most reliable based on root metrics reports from second half 2013 to first half 2021 of three operators on all network types combined. Not specific to 5G networks. We did it again. Verizon was just named America's most reliable network by root metrics for the 16th time in a row. Proving once again that nobody builds networks like Verizon builds networks. That's why we're building 5G right. That's why there's only one best network. Verizon. Best and most reliable based on root metrics reports from second half 2013 to first half 2021 of three operators on all network types combined. Not specific to 5G networks. Like I said, even the bird hears it. You know, I mean, if the bird hears it and he starts going nuts, it's like, there's no way it's... Let me ask you something. As far as that activity in the kitchen, is it at certain times of the day or is it... It could happen anytime. It has never been at night. Okay. Um, 95%. I would say the kitchen, the mm-hmm. kitchen part of it. Mm-hmm. Always when my dad is not here. Isn't that weird? I, you tell me. Always when daddy's not here. And yeah, I'm 46. I call him daddy. Hold on. I'm just trying to get my water. <laughs> Don't worry. Yeah. I know what you mean as far as that. But yeah, that's that's because the reason why I asked is that sometimes, you know, you know, remember that I said, you know, a lot of times you think of activity in the kitchen as somebody that lived there and you think of, okay, usually in the daytime is when people use the kitchen more. I'm not saying that, but usually it's when, you know, if you had a housewife or somebody, the kitchen, you know, the kitchen doing stuff. Normally, it's mm-hmm. the middle of, you know, during the daytime. But then that thing about not happening when your father's around. Hmm. That, yeah, that took me a while to put, put it together that it would happen. These things are happening when he's not here, except for the, you know, the bowl and the bell. Like the bell has happened when he's here and he's laying on the couch. And I would, like, I hear the bell because I want to know that what I heard is mm-hmm. what I heard. And I'm like, did you just get up? And he looks at me like, no. I said, okay. He goes, why? What did you hear? <laughs> yeah, he's you know, like, he already knows. Yeah. Oh, yeah, nothing yeah. the bell. <laughs> right. In other words, he knows she's she's asking me for a reason. Yeah. Yeah. It, it just becomes such a common, like I said, it's such a, it, it's like, Part of part of my life. How's sort he? Of. How's he handle it? Does he handle it like you? He's not scared. He's just like, oh yeah, you know, whatever. I'm just like. He's more apprehensive than I am. All right. In the sense that I can't wait to tell somebody. Mm-hmm. You know, I don't care if it's the same cabinet slamming ten times. I want to tell it ten times. Mm-hmm. Uh, He's more in the hush, hush. Oh, I didn't want to tell you, but the other day, right. I'm like, just right. tell me when it happened. You know, what did, who did you see this time? Okay. Let me so, ask you, just out of curiosity, has your father ever sure. told you that he's, like you, that he's had seen things since he was a kid, or was it only as an adult? No, what he's... As I've gotten older, and I guess he sees that I'm I'm sensitive to this stuff, he tells me how he can, and to be quite honest with you, I think he's nuts. 
but I listen to him and, and whatever he goes, he goes to me that he has the ability to go somewhere. Okay. Like, I don't know if I, if I can explain it. Astral projection, maybe? I don't know what it's called, but he's, he'll say, oh, you'll never guess where I went. And I'm thinking it's early in the morning. You don't drive. And this is all going in my head. I'm like, <laughs> right. Where did you go? Then? He goes, last night I went to see so-and-so and so-and-so and so-and-so in Cuba. Right. I said, all right. I said, okay. And how'd you get there? He goes, you laugh. He goes, but I've always been able to do that. And I go, do what? He goes, I can go somewhere and I can see myself leaving. Okay. Like his body stays, yeah. I guess. Yeah. I mean, it's that like, sounds like astral projection. That sounds like it's time to call the people in you know, with the jackets. Is what it sounds like to me. But uh, no, I make fun of him, but I, I, I believe him. Right. I believe him. Right. So that's yeah, his. exactly. That that that. That's why I asked. You know, uh, that yeah, astral projection and. I'm not surprised then that he has those experiences like like you that he's sensitive. Yeah, but I mean, I wish somebody one day would tell me, you know, you know, what what it is or what I can do it. Other than yeah, you're sensitive. Yeah, you have this intuition. All right, well, tell me what to do with it because if I can like help somebody or whatever, or maybe. Take it. I'm sorry about that dog. That's don't worry dog. about it. Don't worry. I have my own animals, and I know you cannot control animals, so don't worry about that. No, that's him. That's him. Just trying to get him to come out. Now he'll shut up. <laughs> and um, like, figure out why people know, like, know me. Like, if I meet somebody that has it and they've developed it, mm -hmm. they'll tell me that, oh, you got this or you have that. I'm like, okay, you know, whatever. Right. But uh, in the meantime, to me, it's fun. It's fascinating. Mm -hmm. uh, I, that's, I guess that's how I found you because I'm looking. I'm like, gosh, does, is there anywhere I can you go? Know does what? anybody know The thing <laughs> about this, but, but, you know why, uh, Melissa? And, and that's why I told you um, your approach to it. I wish more people had that approach to either, either having that ability. either Because, you know, there's people that... They're not that sensitive, but they just happen to move into a place which has got so much going on that, like, you have to have it. You experience something. It's just because of what's there. But then they move away, and that's it. But let's say somebody like you, which has that sensitivity, that ability, and for lack of a better word, I hate to say it, wherever you go, something, some, something's going to um, either, because if it's not because it's something that was already there, it's going to try to communicate with you because you have that ability. But I wish more people had that attitude of, I'm not scared. I mean, it may, maybe I imagine maybe you've had moments of getting wigged out. Like when you said, like when you were a teenager and you know, you're hearing something coming up the stairs and you're thinking it's your parent and then it's not. <laughs> you know, I was like, okay. Yeah, it sure wasn't. <laughs> you know, um, and then that is something. But it sounds like you also have you have a very good grip on reality, and you're like, okay, I know I can see or feel or hear, you know, but but I can't stop living my life. There's other people that get totally overwhelmed with this. They either mm -hmm. become they stay in the house all day, 
they're they get in other words they start seeing stuff when there really isn't anything there because they're so scared that any little yeah. thing is like that that's like what you said when you were at work that when you had that thing on your head you know like here you know you immediately started to okay what was that the the vent from the ac uh whatever uh Yeah, I try to debunk it. Yeah, of course, which is what people should do. And unfortunately, you know, a lot of times because of these reality shows, everybody just jumps to the conclusion immediately. It's supernatural. And it's like, come on, you know, if that's the case, you know, as far as, you know, you also, you, you, you made a good point. Chances are you're never going to outrun this because you have that ability. And mm -hmm. usually what happens is that There you're going to have ghosts or spirits, whatever you want to call them, that are going to try to communicate with you because they realize that you can possibly see or hear them or something. And sometimes they have a message and sometimes they're because of the way or the the way they die, the circumstances, they're caught in a loop. You know, like what you you know how you said that thing about that one that you uh, sensed at your cousin's house? that all it did was oh, yeah. like pace back and forth, pace back and forth, yeah. pace, very manic, uneasy. very, you know. Uneasy, yeah. Uneasy, like, you know, like almost somebody that's caught, you know. You know how, and, and I'm sure, haven't you ever met people that when they're alive, they're like that, they're like very like, yeah. okay. And this translates sometimes the same thing when people die, depending on the circumstances of when they died, uh, you know, big question mark. So what I'm saying is where, chances are that you're always going to have some type of experience or pick it up because of the way you are or what your abilities are. Um, I think that you're very smart not to give it more attention because that's what some people, a lot of people do, they do the opposite. They don't want it, but then they give it all their attention and it's like, okay, mm -hmm. you know, you can't have one without the other or like what you said, you tell it, get out of here. And I, I tell people state the obvious you're dead. And people go, but I go, there's sometimes a lot of spirits or ghosts that are earthbound that they miss the, that they're dead part. <laughs> they yeah. either died traumatically, violently. They were anesthetized. Yeah. Uh, they were under the med heavily medicated and they missed the, the part where they died, their living body died. Mm -hmm. And stating the obvious, believe it or not, helps a lot when you say you're dead. You know, you sometimes you feel foolish speaking to like thin air, like, okay, but you say yeah. you're dead, leave me alone or go into the light or peace be with you or, and, and, and I explain that some, you know how you always hear about, you know, these people that have these near death experiences, how they say, oh, I have people that loved ones, family, friends that already were dead that came, you know, that, you know, or were the ones that told me, no, it's not your time. Well, in some cases, some of these ghosts or these spirits that don't quite want to accept or understand that they're dead, when they have that dead, let's say, family member, for example, come for them, they're like, hey, no, I'm not going with you. You're dead. I'm alive. You know, I'm alive. <laughs> you know, they still, right. they, they don't want, they're not, an ex and then they get stuck. And, you know, a lot of things could play into that. And, um, but yeah, saying that they're, you're dead, not engaging with it. Definitely. You know, I tell people, you know, uh, just on, besides the point, let's not even go into a darker aspect of something that wants to engage with you as an attachment. 
if it's somebody that's just confused and hanging around because they're hoping to get a dialogue going with you because I would not do it, like the Ouija board or anything like that. I would oh. never recommend anything like that. And sometimes people get curious and they're like, oh, I want to know who it is or what their name is or whatever. And I, and I tell people, you're crazy. Don't do that. Don't do that. Yeah. Because um, that, that, that just it becomes a big giant headache. And that's to put it nicely. As I, as I started getting older, um, I, I wasn't the kid that there's something under my bed mm -hmm. or there's something in my closet. I was never that kid right? that, right. oh, there's a ghost. You couldn't scare me. You know, right. my parents tried, right. trust me, but you can, and I remember something else now, um, in 2000, mm -hmm. uh, 2000. One in 2001, I moved into this old house with a friend and her children okay. in North okay. Miami. And it was an old house, and I fell in love with the house because it was old. We could rent it and whatnot. Right. So we started working right. on the house. It's a very charming little house with a fireplace and everything. Old, mm. old. Must have been, I think it was 1930-something. Okay. Right. So we rented from the lady, and, you know, we started doing our own DIY or whatever. Right. And one day we're right. in the front room. It had wooden floors. And uh, one day we're in the front room just watching television. And we hear footsteps. Actually, I hear footsteps. Okay. And okay. I'm like, shit, I did not. I did not. I'm talking to myself in my head. I don't know if my, if my friend noticed. Okay. I heard it. So I'm ignoring it. But in my head, I'm talking to myself. Like, mm -hmm. you're okay. And I'm still watching television, and you hear the thunk, 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 thunk mm -hmm. coming over to the thing, and then it goes right back and up to wherever, the dining room. It was dining room living. I'm like, okay, keep watching TV. I'm not even looking at her, right? right. She's to my left. There it goes again, walking, bump, bump, bump. And we both, at the same time, we went one of these, right? right. Like, it was... She heard that. Thought, right. Yeah. So I was going to say, now, goes, now you're catching. She's, you're like, okay, yeah. she heard it too. Yeah. And then she goes, what was it? And I said, Claudia, they're footsteps. It's a wooden floor. She goes, she goes, no, you stop. She's not into it as I was. I'm like, mm -hmm. what do you want me to do? You want me to go look? So I went, I got up, I look. There's nothing there. And we heard it again. I came back a few minutes. We heard it again. She's like, come on, Mel. I go, what do you want me to do? I, I'm not doing it. The children are not here. Right. It's obviously yeah. not the dogs. We, we were here four of them at the same time. Right. There's three dogs in the house. Uh -huh. These were steps. I'm like, okay. You know what? I said, I don't know what to do. Don't be afraid of it. Nothing's going to happen. She's like, you, you, you think it's somebody in the house? I'm like, I don't think there's anyone here. We have three dogs and one of them. Uh -huh. is a little Rottweiler uh -huh. who is pretty protective of me. Right. Don't worry about it. And then, then then you get the obvious. Okay, who left the water running in the bathroom? Who was it? Was it you? The, of course, I'm pointing at the kids, mm -hmm. and they're all looking at me, mm -hmm. and they're like, Mel, you were the last one to leave. And everybody knows that OCD Melissa does not leave anything on or anything out of place or anything running. 
So I'm like, shit. And Claudia and I looked at each other again. She's like, we got to find out. And I said, I don't know. Let me find out with the, the renters, you know, who lived there before. Mm-hmm. The renter's mm-hmm. father was, this could be bullshit, okay? But the right. renter's the yeah. lady was older now. Mm-hmm. Her father mm-hmm. was the architect for Fairchild Gardens. Wow. You know Fairchild Gardens? Yes, of course. Yeah. He designed that house. And they lived in that house. Okay. Apparently, he died. Okay. Or if he didn't, I mean, obviously he did die, but I think he died in the house. Okay. I don't think so. If they okay. had so much money, they would have died there. But bueno, I don't know. Right, right. So that was the story behind that that house. That was in North Miami. Mm-hmm. I don't know why I had I have forgotten about that one because those are good. Because when I see someone else freaking out, I, I enjoy that. But you know, but the thing is that well. And that's the thing. Uh, had the family kept the house? I mean, the house for all that time. And also, if they were using it as a rental, God knows, maybe they weren't. They weren't. It was pretty abandoned. No, oh. because the lady didn't live here. The daughter didn't live here. I get it. I get it. So it was out of shape. That's why I said, listen, this is such a great opportunity for us. Yes. Let us rent it, and we'll help you um, fix mm-hmm. it. So um, right, yeah. right, that it was just falling apart. Like, yeah, I know what you're saying. That it was not being taken care of. It didn't have any maintenance. Yeah, yeah, it was pretty. It looked like a haunted house, but I loved it. You know, it was a corner house, real small. It was, it was small. It was like you know, for a 1930s mm-hmm. with the fireplace, a fireplace in Florida. Go figure. People don't realize <clears> that <throat> back then. Yeah, they they still did put fireplaces uh, in a lot of these older homes. Yeah. Yeah, it was beautiful. It was a beautiful house, but yeah, yeah, that was another one. And so it's not. Did not, you ever? Did you guys ever have any more experiences with that, or was it just the uh, stuff like that, like that? Like, did you do it? Did you do it? No, it wasn't me. It was you? No, okay, so. Oh, the the we didn't want to alarm the kids. Yeah, I know. You know, we had to, we had to talk about it because then it came to a point where they did not want to sleep anymore, and now we're talking there like ten. Right. and 12 and 13 yeah. you know 11 yeah. and 13 and they just don't want to be away from us and i'm like this is not you know we can't we got to find a way to just to tell them that nothing's happening because we had the conversation in front of them right yeah one of those things that you don't know what direction it's going to take and now they're like every yeah yeah i see how kids yeah. sometimes they you know, then their imagination fills in the blanks and then they don't want to be alone. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And there was only one bathroom in, which is also weird. You can tell the house was old. There was mm-hmm. only one bathroom. Sure. Yes. <clears throat> and the rooms are tiny. Mm-hmm. You yeah. know, there were small rooms. Yeah. So I knew the house was old. The garage is gorgeous. It was not your typical garage. It was just so charming. I'm sorry. I just fell in love with the house. But it was haunted for sure. Well, yeah, I mean, it's a, a lot of things. Yeah, people don't realize that a lot of these older homes, all these older Florida homes, yeah, I, we get so used to bigger bigger rooms and walk-in closets and stuff like that. And mm-hmm. some of these older homes, I mean, um, I remember uh, my family, they bought in Hialeah. The house had to have been built, I want to say, in the 40s, and it had a fireplace. It had a fireplace, of all things. <laughs> but yeah, uh, yeah. that's... Uh, you know that's 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 the way 
uh, they would build things back there for the three days out of the winter that it actually gets cold down here. <laughs> that's three? That, that's a lie. <laughs> I know. I tell people, that's a lie. I, tell people that, I tell people, you know, if you live in South Florida, your coat and your sweater will last you for about 25 years because yeah, you, know, you don't ever use true. them. You never use them. It's true. Well, but, yeah, I mean, Melissa, I want to thank you so much for sharing those stories. Those are great. Let me tell you something. Yeah. I think you have a really good grip on it. You do. You have a substantial grip on it. Uh, I, you know, I think the way you're handling it is the best way. Um, I can see where maybe people will come to you and say, hey, can you help me out with this? The only thing I would ever say is sometimes you might need to be careful if you go to some place on behalf of somebody and there's something really dark and not just a regular dead person, you know, that you'll be like, yeah. ah, you know what? <laughs> and that, that does happen. But, um, you know, there's some things that, you know, you can't fight it. You know, you, you can't no. like outrun it. Uh, and, you know, you just, you like, you sound like you really got, you know, and you're not scared. You know, that's a really important thing. I want to say that again, because I run across so many people that are just so wigged out and everything, all of a sudden their whole life revolves around this, you know, the, oh, because, you know, I heard a creak and it's like, okay, but that could have been anything. Yeah. Well, it becomes a paranoia. Yeah, exactly. That's a very I good think. word for it. And then you're going to hear things that are not really necessarily there. Right. And with me, it's, I, I tried to educate myself when I realized after so many years that, oh, okay, well, these things happen to me and I'm not the only one it happens right. to. And I started seeing, you know, the shows and educating myself and trying to recognize when it's not good. Right. And when it's just okay. And sometimes, let me tell you something, sometimes you will hear weird stuff that really is not paranormal. But, mm -hmm. but you know, if you're primed... And you hear something weird, maybe something that's not nor part of the normal noises. Let's say, for example, your house makes. You know, after a while, you you know the noises in your house, what they are. And maybe one day or whatever, something happens. You hear something. Something. Sometimes things happen. That, that's not paranormal, but when you're primed, that immediately becomes a manifestation. You know, uh, uh, I know it's the ghost or whatever. And it's like, don't don't do that. So, I would say you you you've got a good handle on stuff. You're Thanks. very, you're very, you're a realist. How's that? And you, and it sounds like you understand that as long as you have that boundary, this thing is not going to do anything to you. You see what I'm yeah. saying? Because you don't engage with it. You, you don't like, it's like, so you don't give it entry. You don't give it an entry into your personal space or your life or your mind. Mm -hmm. So that that's yeah that's no my cool. life my life doesn't uh, revolve around it or whatever but the whole idea of everything just fascinates me mm -hmm. and you know it's hard to find people that are in my beliefs and kind of stuff like that right. but uh, I mean I, Let me I ask do you something. I'm gonna that. say I, I know that and and. You know what? At the same time, I know where you're coming from. You maybe you want to say, okay, you know, I want to talk about this, but I'm also weary of what if I run across somebody that's really cuckoo me cuckoo. You know what I'm saying? Like, who's gonna look at me? I already would say, uh, you know, I know in the internet. I mean, in meetups. I have never, you know, the the meetup thing. But again, you know, 
some people feel unusual, you know, meeting with strangers and talking about mm-hmm. their experiences and then thinking, okay, yeah, possibly I'm going to meet somebody like me that's a normal person that's had these experiences all their lives. Okay. Yeah. Or, you know, am I going to run across somebody that's like, okay, but, you know, has lost kind of their grip on reality? That can happen too. You know, and I've run across yeah. that in some instances where people, it's like, okay, the only thing paranormal is what's going on inside your head. There's, you know, there's nothing outside of that. That's it. But, uh, yeah, that happens all the time. I want to wish you the best of luck. And, uh, you know, if any if anything more adventures happen there or you ever discover the identity of your kitchen cabinet person, let me know. <laughs> Reach out to me, okay? You got it. Thank okay. you so much. No, thank you, sweetheart. Take care. You too. Bye-bye. Have a good night. You too. Alrighty. Thanks. Yay. See? That's a true believer, guys. I told you I would bring you some stories from true believers. Yes. So, sometimes, uh, I think one of the most important things, you know, besides the the firsthand retelling of personal experiences is the, her approach, how she's handling it. I'm not kidding. I wish more people had that, had that perspective. Okay. Whether one, like I said, they just lucky them, they end up living in a place that's got stuff going on or like her, they've got some type of sensitivity is either a psychic or medium so it's um for lack of a better word it's almost inevitable that they're going to get a visitor how's that that's going to try to engage with them and you know this thing about um and I have heard of this, like, you know, like her, it sounds like her dad seeing something or having an experience of something. And then she's having like a parallel experience. And I've heard of that where sometimes, you know, you think, well, if there's more than one entity in the house, everybody knows everybody else. And it's no, I've heard that they sometimes they exist in their own. Uh, how can I say, I don't want their own time continuum. And they're not, they're, un- sometimes they're aware and sometimes they're unaware of another spirit. Even if it's a place that's small, it's once they're doing this thing, maybe engaging with that living human being. And then you have the other one doing their thing and they are totally oblivious one from the other. And, um, and it sounds like that's possible. It sounds maybe that that's why. Her and her dad, they're having parallel but different experiences. Or like she said, things happen only when her dad isn't there. And that's really weird because, you know, sometimes people say, you know what? Things only happen when a person, a certain person is there. Almost like maybe it's an attachment with them or it follows them around. But then, so in other words, if that person's not there, nothing happens. Well, this is the other way around. It's almost like it's, and I did ask her that thing about the kitchen for a good reason, because, you know, I have, uh, you know, that's my theory and I've run across it based on a lot of years of 
uh, investigations because, you know, everybody always thinks of, oh, the middle of the night, you know, when spooky stuff goes on and or you have some type of activity. And in my experience, you will get a lot of activity based on what was the routine that entity had when it was alive. Because sometimes they're kind of stuck in a loop. You know how, you know, the majority of humans, we're creatures of habit. And sometimes that habit, in other words, we like it, you know. It gives us this uh, this structure and it comforts us. You know, some people more than others. Some people like, like she said, OCD. And then there's people, but most of us, we want our little structure, you know, our routine, you know, maybe whether it's coffee or whatever. But my point is that I've had enough experiences where depending on who the entity is, <clears throat> where they're, what's, what, what is it that's holding them, anchoring them to the earth, um, earth level, uh, that they're kind of like on a loop, almost like their comfort level is doing what they would do a lot when they were alive, their routine. And that's why sometimes you have a lot of manifestation activity in the middle of the day in a kitchen. Why? Because this was the time that that entity, when it was alive, would be doing things. Maybe a housewife. This was where they spent a lot of time, you know, doing things in the kitchen. It could have been a person that really liked cooking. You know, in other words, yeah, not only were in the kitchen preparation, but, but, but because they liked cooking, so they would spend a lot of time there uh, in a lot of households kitchen is the center of activity you know everybody always thinks well now you know lately you know sometimes we see the florida room or what they call the the family room you know the 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 place where the tv's at uh depending of course how big your house is is like where everybody hangs out but a lot of times in a lot of households myself included the kitchen always ended up being especially if you had some type of like uh seating there or small table the kitchen would be the center of activity uh, for, let's say, in the middle of the day. Whether you know, you know, you had a visitor come over, a friend come over, you'd hang out in the kitchen, and they would cook, and you would talk, and a lot of things would happen in the kitchen. Besides the cooking or the eating part, depending, uh, you know, people talk. Neighbors would come over. This, you know, you'd take a seat in the kitchen and talk and. You know, maybe while well, this person is doing that or this or keeping an eye on. And you have to think because, you know, I tell everybody, this is what happens when you've been alive for a little bit while longer. You know, once upon a time, a lot of the stuff in the kitchen was not automated. You know, in other words, timers or stuff that right now you get a lot of appliances that, you know, slow cookers and things and you can put a timer on it and you don't have to worry about watching it. It's going to turn off. You know, and it's not going to let things burn. And once upon a time, that wasn't the case. You know, you had to keep an eye on your things. You had to keep an eye on what you were cooking. Uh, if you had gas, you know, basically you had an open flame cooking stuff uh, in your kitchen. And let me make a point for anybody that has, when you cook with gas or with open flame, that thing will cook quick. Okay, the heating on it is a lot more forceful, I guess, than let's say electric cooking. So 
my point let's get to the bit that sometimes maybe this activity like she's saying all these things going on in the kitchen maybe that ties into an entity that entity that's there for her or maybe that didn't live there or even if it lived there from a time uh where the kitchen was for them the heart of the house or they spent a lot of time there for a lot of reasons maybe a lot of cooking they liked cooking they would sit on the phone and talk in the kitchen you know you know because again <laughs> there was a time where your phone had a cord on it and you know phones would go usually one of the main places was in the kitchen once upon a time when phones weren't cordless much less cellular so without knowing the exact history uh, those are things sometimes that you look at you know especially if you're doing any type of investigation and you're trying to figure out like you know why is that activity always happen in that particular room or in the, at that particular time or in the presence you know whatever it is that you've got as far as your parameters these are the things that you look at. And a lot of these things do happen in the middle of the day, not in the middle of the night. Sometimes things are overlooked depending on how many people are living there because there's noise and stuff going on and you've got the TV and people. And sometimes things are happening and you don't, uh, it, it just falls through the cracks. But I've had my, and, and I've talked about it when I had my experience as a teenager, okay, that I came out of sleep because I heard somebody rummaging around in the kitchen of my house. My mom had left for work and the kitchen was like towards the front of the house. And um, what woke me up was hearing exactly what she described. Somebody opening the cupboard doors or, or, and then almost like when you hear like, you know when somebody rummages around in the drawer, you know, like clang, 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 pa, pa, pa. And that's what woke me up. And I knew I was wide awake. And I thought it was my grandmother who lived across the street. At that moment, in that moment. The truth is my grandmother had really bad arthritis in both of her knees. And there was nothing that, my grandmother was a cook. I mean, she had all the ingredients, plates, pots, you name it. There was nothing thinking later on that she would have wanted to get from the house from the kitchen. I mean, she had a key to the house basically just as a backup, but my my grandmother would never have gone there. Everybody went to her house. But at that moment when I came out of sleep, logical mind is, I'm thinking it's my grandmother rummaging around in my kitchen. Okay. And that's why I didn't wake out. That's why I didn't wake out. It was the middle of, it was morning. I skipped school. I felt kind of, eh. I didn't go to school. I could have gone to school, but I just decided not to go to school. And it was the morning. It was full on morning. It was quiet. You know, like maybe eight or nine in the morning. And when I mean quiet, the only ones that lived in that house were me and my mom. And my mom had already left for work. <clears throat> you know, we lived in a residential area, which... By this, I mean it was quiet. It wasn't like noise that it was a single family home. So in other words, the noises I heard were unmistakable. So when she's describing what she's talking about in the kitchen, I've had that experience firsthand. And the only reason I didn't wig out was I thought it was my grandmother. And I've told the story a bunch of times, so catch it another. As 
it turned out later that wasn't my grandmother. It was, and, um, you know, so, again, uh, things like that, it's, it's very interesting. But for any of you listening to the podcast, and if you find yourself in a similar situation, I urge you, the way she's handling it, that's pretty much spot on. It's pretty much spot on how you handle situations like this where you just draw a very strong boundary between yourself and whatever it is. Especially if you're sensitive because chances are... <clears throat> there's a lot of people say, well, you know what? I don't think I can handle with the the... You know hearing things in my kitchen or hearing steps and then and then you say okay what if you try to move this smudge like she said smudge it pray it pray it out and you get it to move on if you're psychic or sensitive chances are you're going to pick up somebody again like i said there's a lot of free floaters out there that you don't have you don't have to go in other words you don't have to visit the haunted house they're gonna they're gonna find you they're going to find you and I guess that's part of being who you are. But anyway, guys, I hope you really liked the story. I thought it was great. And I'm hoping, again, true believers, if you're another person like Melissa and you've had experiences, contact me and I'll interview you however you want. If you want to write a story, if you want to do it like I did with her on Skype, if you just want to do it on the phone, we could do that too. Um... Again, you know, as as you could tell, she really had no idea the identity of any of these entities. It wasn't like, oh, I moved into this house and I knew that people had died or gotten killed or or I saw the face of whatever that was and I know that that's uh, so-and-so or my neighbor. You know, a lot of times people have these experiences and they have no resolution. They have no point of origin. They have no reason. They don't even have the identity. Okay. I still want to hear about it. And anything else you happened, you know, you ran across Bigfoot, you know, you saw Dogman while you were hunting, you know, UFOs off in the distance, alien abduction. I'm I'm good with that. You know, reincarnation experience. Yep. I'm on board with that too. So don't forget about me. Uh, MiamiGhostChronicles.com or email me at Marlene at MiamiGhostChronicles.com. Take care. You're all wonderful. We did it again. Verizon was just named America's most reliable network by Root Metrics for the 16th time in a row, proving once again that nobody builds networks like Verizon builds networks. That's why we're building 5G right. That's why there's only one best network Verizon. Best and most reliable based on Root Metrics reports from second half 2013 to first half 2021 of three operators on all network types combined, not specific to 5G networks. We did it again. Verizon was just named America's most reliable network by Root Metrics for the 16th time in a row, proving once again that nobody builds networks like Verizon builds networks. That's why we're building 5G right. That's why there's only one best network. Verizon. Best and most reliable based on root metrics reports from second half 2013 to first half 2021 of three operators on all network types combined, not specific to 5G networks.